0: You're listening to a 9 to cc podcast. Plug yourself in the ass. time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. And welcome back to another episode of Go Friend Yourself. I, as ever, do not have my co-host, who's usually the lovely and talented Sarah, who is uh, working late. So she's just abandoned me for the day. Uh, this is going to be episode four. My guest right now is Trevor Barrett. Yeah. Trevor Barrett. Okay, Brett. okay. <laughs> I was just sort of like, there th- th- was like, there's two multiple R's and multiple T's. So I was like, I don't know if. There's uh, is, you said Barrett. Barrett. Just <laughs> easy. All right. Uh, fringe, darling. I would <laughs> say. I feel that after after Captain Aurora, you might have have the title Fringe, darling. Trevor Barrett. Not officially, but that's on <laughs> my <could>. business card. <laughs> you could. You could. You uh, could. You could put it there. Uh, here to talk about his upcoming show, Memento Mori Support Group for the Dead, which I mean, obviously, I guess has uh, it's right there in the title. We all die in Latin. Yeah, <laughs> and spark group for the dead. I, I could. Is it a comedy or it's a, a dark comedy? It's is a, it a side-splitting comedy. <laughs> um,
1: no, it's. Uh, it, there are some uh, funny moments. There are some light moments. Right. Um, it's six it seems th- dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's important that it was very important for me that we don't make it a you know a one-hour dirge. That right. It's just like. Let's just see how dark we can make this play. <laughs> um, it talks about life too, right. really, and and the things that we love about it, and the things that the, the opportunities we regret, and and
0: kind of what we go after, how we spend our time. Right. So this is uh, did you, Who is the writer? Were you? Yeah. 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 Okay. I was like, I was, I'm trying to put everything together. I was doing a lot of these interviews, <laughs> and I was like, people write, and they, so, this, so you, you wrote this, uh, yeah. And based based on the synopsis. I guess the basic setup is you have people sort of in a uh, in a waiting room in a kind of a purgatory-esque situation, and uh, do you play Morty? Yeah, So you, I play Morty, you, the chair the, of the meeting. Kind of the, the gatekeeper, I suppose, of yeah. purgatory in a way, and welcoming people to their unlives lives mm-hmm. or <laughs> their lack of life, I suppose. Yeah. And then we get to meet these characters who uh, have, like you said, one reason or another uh, either either have regrets or don't have regrets or just – are just talking about how they died, I suppose. Yeah, and some people are still coming to terms with it. We have
1: some people who are in denial. Right. Who who the stages aren't you know, quite coping. ready to <laughs> accept their their fates. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's six stories uh, that I originally wrote as monologues. Okay. Um, six individual pieces that explore these different characters, and, and each piece has its own style, okay. has its own uh, rhythm to it. Um, and that was very important to me that they're all written very differently and that we get to meet these characters and give them their opportunities.
0: Um So how did you – how did you come up with the concept, I guess, even to just write monologues of the recently deceased? Like yeah. It seems like a weird – a weird. it's a weird pen to paper. You're like, what does someone think about <laughs> right when they died? I'm going to do this six more times. You know? uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: no, so it wasn't always fun writing it. I can uh, imagine. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> but uh, – no, it came out of when I was in Sage App and I was we were I was working on plays with a friend of mine, mm-hmm. um, and we had killed off two characters that we really loved, and we we're like, oh man, I just want to get more from them, right? Um, and then so this idea came up of of having a support group where we can continue to tell their story, right? Because <laughs> we weren't tired, di- we weren't done with them yet, right? Um, so that happened, I don't know, eight years ago, uh. And then it's been it's been on my mind. Different characters have come mm-hmm. in and out of the story, different uh, events that I wanted to capture. Right. Uh, and then it started with uh, Jesse Stong and Playwrights Workshop Montreal. Mm-hmm. They have their Young Creators Unit. This is their second year doing it. Um, and he invited me to write uh, a one-man show. So I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. And I started writing these monologues and decided that it wasn't a one-man show anymore. <laughs> uh, so we brought in this awesome cast uh, to work it out. And uh, And yeah, that's kind of... That's how it started. It started as a little joke between right. classmates, <laughs> and now it's a play.
0: Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I mean, I think that's sort of. like anybody who's even who's written any. anybody who's read any books where characters die off is you're always like. I mean, the best characters—you're never really like done with them, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you often, and even like shows do it all the time, where you're like Can they show back up in dream sequences or, what, or whatever, yeah. you know. And like these characters find ways to like sneak back into the narrative, or like oh, there's a flashback with them, and they come back because you never like it's hard to it's hard to let go of characters, and obviously yeah. in real life it's hard to let go of lost any like actual death, yeah. You know, so you always do, and I mean. I find this kind of interesting, uh, especially from, uh, obviously, as an outsider kind of looking in without having seen the show yet, uh, you, you, when you talk to, like, eulogies, how often the person giving the eulogy is, like, addressing the deceased as though they could hear it. Yeah. And you're, like, the flip of that would be, like, what does the deceased have to say? Like, maybe he wants to say a big fuck you to everybody who is treated yeah. him wrong. Or maybe he wants to mm, say thank you to someone he never said thank you to. Or maybe someone inspired... Like, you know, like, there's, like, there's so much, like, that, I mean, that's, I guess the nature of death, right? Is yeah. it, just, it just ends all of a sudden and you don't always get to say your last piece. So I guess you're giving like six characters a chance to kind of say their last piece. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I think that was uh, important for us. Yeah. And also they get to reflect on their own, you know, people who have died in their lives too. It's right. not all uh, ego. They get to yeah. look back and see the bigger picture okay. of things.
0: Cool. Yeah. I, so... I mean I guess like I said if the concept i guess started 8 years ago uh and i'm assuming that it got more intense as yeah. as fringe <laughs> and, and you're just scrambling to get the writing this is a, a pretty big left turn from Captain Aurora yeah uh, from the comedy musical shenanigans of Captain Aurora to <laughs> something pretty i guess like dark i mean like i just just assuming from what you're saying like a, a very like real kind of like there's obviously gonna be some funny moments. Yeah. But it seems that you're you're much darker. I wanted
1: <laughs> I wanted to get as far away from Captain Aurora this summer <laughs> as I could and I was like, Okay, where do I mm-hmm. so not a musical, done. Right. Um not proscenium, right? We're it's we're in the audience. We're in a big circle. Okay. In the freestanding room. Uh, and it's immersive. We all you walk in and you're part of the meeting. Mm-hmm. Um so there's no LED costumes, there's yeah. no uh, <laughs> superpowers, there's no room for that. No, yeah. it really is just six people sharing their stories, right? And and and
0: listening. It's storytelling. Okay. Was that um, was that something? I mean, you often hear about like uh, like writers and stuff. Like I always go back to very weird example, but uh, <laughs> there was a comic that came out in the '90s called Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, uh, and it's like a black and white comic, and it's about a guy named Johnny who was a homicidal maniac. And then about, he only did seven or eight issues, but by like issue three or four, the artist, uh, Jonan Vasquez had to like start another comic series, uh, about a little kid who still kind of had like scary elements. Cause he was like, just literally writing something that dark, He's like, I just basically want to write a kid's thing. Yeah. Right? Like, just to, like, switch gears. And he's like, he didn't even, he ended up wrapping up Johnny, but he was, like, halfway through, he was just like, I need to have another outlet because I'm writing this dark thing. And it sounds like you kind of almost had, like, the opposite of that, where you were, like, writing, doing Captain Aurora. And you are like, okay, this is, like, it's, like, a wacky, it's zany, kind of, like, fun situation. And now I'm going to just, I want to sort of not palate cleanse, but just, like, flip and all those other other writing muscles that you probably weren't using on captain aurora so much like flex those writing muscles to put them into something a little more dark Mm -hmm. a little more real like was that kind of what happened yeah definitely
1: and it's like i still i still have the same style and approach when i start a piece and and it takes me a while to wrap my head around the theme and what it is i'm trying to leave the audience with so like there are a few things that are that are the same right but the but yeah the product is totally different
0: <laughs> well i'm saying even the, the your your methodology of writing is probably mm-hmm. probably similar but your end mm-hmm. result is a little yeah. different um i was gonna say was it difficult for you i mean i find that obviously you're tackling something pretty serious with death and then you're also sort of trying to get into six people's heads and i'm what feels to me it would be like in a much more intimate way than just like straight dialogue right like if you're like kind of giving their death monologue yeah like was that was that like difficult to overcome as a writer or like
1: yeah i mean it's it's set up like a su- it's set up like a support group right uh where they start hi my name is yeah uh joe yep um and then they go into telling their story or whatever the story th- it is that they want to share it's not mm-hmm. always about their the moment of death it's i mean it's reflection a like, as a Well like a support group right like yeah. you don't
0: necessarily have to talk about the thing you're at the support group Mm. for and sharing is just part of the experience yeah yeah
1: and it's and it's been fun because i thought that i was writing these different characters i mean i I was writing these different characters uh but then at the end you're like how do these people live in the same world what brings them together yeah um you know as as a whole as a total experience um so yeah that was that was hard to kind of respect all these people and then make sure that you know they're not all you know, like I said, the dirge that there are, there <laughs> yeah. are, there are other moments. We have a younger kid, 16, uh, who likes ghosting. That's the right. thing. He goes back and he pranks people. Right. <laughs> that used to piss him off. Right. <laughs> yeah. So he has, so we explore a bunch of different things. Yeah. Um, that, that was important for me, but we, different exercises. Like we, I wrote everybody's obituary. Right. It was like a day of
0: obituary writing. <laughs> Which was not fun. I can imagine. It's not great. And did, I mean, you did, read, did you read a bunch of obituaries too? Like, yeah. Because I've, I've gotten, I don't know why, but like there was a period of time when I was in high school where I would like read the obituaries like just all the time. Yeah. I it mean, is, it's 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 thinking about what people would write, what, what people, because it's not, I mean, I don't think a lot of people
1: have the luxury of writing their own obituaries, but. You know, you're at the mercy of the people who, yeah, and, and it's also, who say know, like, they know you and best. Yeah, and
0: it's basically, like, a little longer than a tweet. Like, it's just sort of like, <laughs> you know, but, like, you're when just, 40 like... 40 characters have, of my life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was, like, I know, like, something about it, like, the, I, I was always, like, morbidly fascinated with obituaries being, like, this person's life. And it's just, like, this little square on a newspaper. And you're, like... Yeah, you're what's like, your oh. tagline? Yeah, exactly. And you're sort of, like, usually, like, and... On top of that, most of it is taken up by, like, who he was survived by or who she was survived by, you know? Like, yeah. So you're like, you only have, like, that one or two sentence to try to, like, encapsulate a person, which I was like, whoever writes these obituaries it's like, it's usually, I guess, a family member or whatever. It's so weird of, like <laughs> – But there are, pro- there are professional obituary writers. There are yeah. people who write. That's their
1: <laughs> job. <and laughs> That's their thing. I just can't imagine.
0: Yeah, you're just like you, – you take this entire person's, like, some experience and you're like – Two, three sentences of, like, yeah. he loved to horseback ride or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, what? Like, There's more going on to this guy, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, um, who would you recommend this play to? Uh, or, I guess, performance to, if it's not, like, more of a, a structured play. Who is your desired audience? Obviously, anybody what's Well, it's 18+. 18 18+, plus. 18 plus, okay. So that, that narrows our... It's
1: not a kid's show. Don't bring your children. It's not, it's not kid-friendly. Right. Um, people who want an experience right it's immersive it's you get uh um you get to be there in the room there's sheen cookies mm-hmm. there's a whole uh, welcome package you know you walk <laughs> in and, and you're greeted by us mm-hmm. um so if you want to feel a part of something, people who want right. uh to do more than just see a piece of theater and want to want to challenge that idea mm-hmm. uh that's really who uh i think will accept and enjoy the show right. Um, but we do have a back row. You can get further away from the actors if you, <laughs> you, you want. You there are safe zones. Um,
0: has anyone yeah. has anyone seen it yet? Have you have you had any? Initial I've had a few reactions? people and our
1: designers who have come in and see it. Okay. Um, and the initial reaction so far. Good, and it's it changes. You know, the kind of person you are, what what stories come up, how you you ease into listening, right? You know, at some point you realize, like, oh, okay, I know that's an actor next to me, but it's okay. We can just listen. Yeah. You know, like it's it was it's been really cool to see the shift in the audience, mm-hmm. um, in our little audience so far, mm-hmm. uh, them, because you have to figure out the play. Right. You have like the first five minutes to be like, where am I? Like, what are um, and then just go. It's okay. I'm just gonna listen and enjoy, and we'll take care of the rest. Cool.
0: Yeah. I'm excited. I'm interested. I'm excited
1: too. <laughs> you you've got my interest. Uh, when do you open? When's the We open first June 1st. Night? June 1st. So we were one of the first uh, shows to open. We okay. were an off venue with the right. freestanding room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually in tech right now doing some crazy stuff. If you know the space, it's like a, it's a loft space.
0: It's the What's the space? The uh, the
1: freestanding room. It's on St. Yes. yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, okay, I got it. So it's a loft space. I'm like trying to
0: imagine the space. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good space. And we're and we we have John Cleveland and Devin Bate with us designing. Mm-hmm uh and uh we're gonna make a show out of it. I mean there's barely
0: a back row there that's like barely uh, yeah, a I know i'm I'm being <laughs> <laughs> you're being very generous with the back row so you' I mean you'll still be right behind an actor, <laughs> but
1: um yeah. yeah, so we're at the free sign room June first to the seventeenth okay uh we run fridays uh Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We have right. a set schedule okay um come check us out in the first week before fringe gets crazy,
0: yeah that's and our... you lose yourself to the <laughs> to the fringe madness right. So I think this is a, episode's, I think, going to come out Wednesday the 31st. Awesome. So tomorrow night, get to... Tomorrow night, come to the freestanding free room.
1: room. We have 40 seats.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I mean, and not, not not to scare off the listeners, but I would say to get your tickets in advance because yeah. Captain Aurora, you sold out most we of We had,
1: them. yeah, we we sold out basically both of our runs with Captain 1 yeah. and Captain 2. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with so lineups around the corner. Yes. Yeah pretty amazing so
0: i mean you have like a good a good pedigree heading in and if it's another hit like get your tickets yeah like and now. tickets are available yep because i'm also at the <laughs> french, <laughs>
1: french festival box office right. um tickets are available uh two to six cool
0: yeah perfect uh so we usually close this off with asking you what other shows you're interested in what other French just, shows are you? i've been like so caught up in my own so many people blank. It's okay. Crap, like you're not but alone. I do. There's Renfield. <laughs> okay. There's a show
1: called Renfield. I forget what the rest of it is, but it's based off the, the Dracula character. Okay. Um, it's like animal eating. <laughs> oh, I can't, I just saw that. Somebody bought a ticket for it today. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> that
0: sounds crazy. Um, it's so hard, especially where we're like we're, for listeners. We're recording this about two weeks out from, like, full Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like you're just starting to get wrapped yeah. up, and you're like shows are popping up here and there. Yeah, and Nona's
1: Story as well. That's Antonio's uh, new show. hmm Uh, yeah there's a lot of cool work happening and there's also the young creators unit that I've developed this with At playwrights we have there's six of us at the fringe so come check out new emerging
0: playwrights works thank you so much thank you it was great to have you I guess you're gonna run right back to tech running back to tech now (laughs) yeah (laughs) thanks a lot Sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Serpitude. We're not working, why should you?